everybody and welcome back to Escape Rocket. This week we are going to be reviewing Shang-Chi. It's insane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to open with this week. Amazing it's film. Insane. <laughs> um, so good, so good. I mean, I've just been to see it, so I've kind of got like, like adrenaline buzz of, oh my god, everything's incredible, but I've yeah. tried to stay biased. <laughs> I saw um, it um, yeah, just under a week ago, so mine's a little bit less fresh, but yeah. You saw it opening night. Nah, 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 nah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> where, where to begin? Where to begin? Should we just go overall rating for it so far? <laughs> yeah, we can do. Yeah, to give our rating first. You start. I want to know how. I know. I want to know what you put. <laughs> okay. I mean, so my overall um, average score was eighty-eight point three. Okay. Which okay, that... puts it in so far fifth in my entire MCU list so pretty high <laughs> that's about score but like personally how would you rank it like if you if you could ignore the score bit just like how would you want to put it <laughs> would you want to put it higher or lower um maybe like a little bit higher but that's just because I want to put everything a little bit higher <laughs> <laughs> um I, I think like my score is very much based off like my opinion of each category anyway so it's it's still pretty much, like, from the heart anyway, to be yeah, even if it is maths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so technically my... Is mine lower or higher? I don't even know. I got it right, because our averages work differently. I'm 8.5 out of 10 instead of 88, did you just say? Yeah. Um, but that that's pretty similar, to be honest. Yeah, not, not too far, yeah. Too far, 0.5 or whatever. But yeah, that's, I mean, both give it a pretty high score, understandably. I mean, I've come away from it literally going, okay, this is like easily my top three favourite ever Marvel films, just put period, put it down there. And then possibly one of my favourite ever films in general. Yeah. Um, just for so many reasons. But again, this is, this could all just be like that buzz of, I've just seen it, I've just seen it. Um, so when I go watch it a second time this weekend, <laughs> we'll find out. Um, yeah, it's just it, it. I really wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Like the trailers weren't. The trailers were okay, but they were like Marvel doesn't always do amazing trailers, which no, is a good thing because you're always pleasantly surprised, I suppose. Yeah, um, I mean, I think something that surprised me about the trailers was obviously you see all like that that stuff on the bus and whatever, mm. and then you watch the film and you're just like, this is literally the first ten minutes. What <laughs> what's yeah, going to happen? The bus scene is so long film? as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, just as a heads up to the shout out to that scene because it is insanely choreographed. Like it's yeah, it's, it's mental. Really we should talk about how we thought about the action of the film. Yeah, it's in my. I mean, in my opinion, it's probably the best action in the entire MCU. Damn, that's a really, really that's a high praise from you. <laughs> yeah, but no, it is. It really is. Like the martial arts is so good, and it has so many like callbacks to classic. Like martial arts movies and stars, um, yeah. It just it takes I mean, so many different uh, forms. Yeah. After watching it, I I came away and I was just like, I know, obviously it's a different culture of fighting, pretty much. But mm. even then, it was such a different, like, refreshing fight style for Marvel because even yeah. I would say Black Panther still had sort of like the old style Avengers <laughs> like fight type of scenes and whatever. Yeah, um, definitely. Even though it was different cultures, whereas this is different cultured, but even then, I'm going, oh my gosh, this is insane! This is insanely cool. Like everything yeah. is so fast paced, and um, oh, and it's beautiful. And <laughs> who'd have thought violence could be beautiful? But it, it, it really is. <laughs> yeah, especially the the third act uh, battle stuff is really yes. Takes some like stylistic strides there as well, which is really cool. I'm just so good, so so good. <laughs> Um, actually, something I would love to mention is the fact that, um, oh, now I can't even remember any of the characters. Oh, that's awful of me. Um, but the one, <laughs> literally, my brain has just gone, no, you don't remember any of these people. Um, the mother, her, her fighting style, I can't remember her name off the top uh, of my head. Yeah, I can't remember the mother's name either, to be honest. So, either way, her fight, fighting style, especially in the first act when you're introduced to it. Yeah, I, I, the entire way through, I was just going. This is literally like choreographed dance. <laughs> this has yeah. gone beyond like just beating someone up. This is just beautifully judging someone's movements and still beating the absolute 
whatever out of them. So it's just... Oh. Yeah, it was really cool. And the way that um, Shang-Chi used that style a, a bit with the rings at the end as well. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh! The <laughs> <laughs> was, honestly, I... <laughs> When you get into the third act and everything starts kicking off, I was like, there's so much still left to happen. Like, they've foreshadowed a lot of stuff to happen, including the, the soul suckers and the protector and everything like that. Yeah. Which you can you could argue you, you're kind of told about from the beginning that they're going to appear. But even then I was going, are they, are they going, are they going to show up? And then they show up and you're just like, this has gone from, like, high <laughs> level to insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and... I mean, a kind of a side note from that is that you know, it's when we let them out, trying to get his his wife back because they lured him there. Yeah, and that was really interesting. And I, I think I think like Tony Leung's performance of when we is just he just makes him such a compelling villain, and he's like very relatable. Yeah. It's almost like a more grounded Thanos. <laughs> but yeah, a little bit less evil. <laughs> To be honest, when it, it, in the first act when they get kidnapped, as it would be by him, I was going, "Oh my god, okay, maybe it's like a, a complete like reverse twist of everything where he isn't actually a douchebag, and it's going to be like they team up together mm. because he played that character so passionately and with so much heart that you really start to believe that like he's just damaged. Like it's not necessarily I'm a bad guy, whatever. I mean, he's still a bad guy. But... <laughs> Yeah, but it, it but it's definitely like it. Um, you you just feel sympathy for it, which is is almost horrible because <laughs> with Thanos you don't feel any any sympathy at all. Whereas no, yeah. like him as a villain, you're just like, oh no, you're damaged, please. <laughs> yeah, like the stories is yeah, like really it is just get like really emotional and it's very understandable. Honestly, like the motivation is. Um, yeah, and it, I think I feel like it would be cool to see more of him, but. I mean, the the sacrifice was it was a good sacrifice scene and a good death scene. So I'm not too sad about not seeing more. Yeah, it, it was a respectful death, I think, as it would. <laughs> yeah. Um, Liko Wu. That's that's. Uh, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but that's the mother's name slash wife. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I've probably just butchered that. I apologize to anyone who can speak Chinese and is like, oh my god, no. Um, <laughs> Complete, honestly, it made my day. Was Benedict Wong showing up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, it was. It wasn't in any of the trailers, and I haven't. I deliberately avoid like that, like theories or whatever's about trailers because I don't mm. want anything to be spoiled in any way. So then, me seeing Wong, I was like, "Oh my god, Wong, why are you here?" <laughs> um, well, to be fair, he, he was in one of the trailers in the brief scene. The was abomination, it? The abomination was in it. it. You couldn't tell it was him, really. You were just getting smacked into it inside of the cave. Yeah. But, but everyone was saying, oh, it's Wong. And, <laughs> yeah, and it was. It's such like, it's a really random cameo, but it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, if you watch the Easter egg scenes at the end, it's not necessarily a complete, you know, a wasted cameo, but... Um, oh, let's talk about those. Let's talk about those. Oh, let's talk about those. Um... <laughs> Obviously, Shang Chi is now going to become an Avenger. That, that was kind of yes. That, that was that was the most predictable part of the entire film. <laughs> um, yeah, and and, and the, the the beacon thing that the rings are giving out a beacon to like somewhere across space. Yeah, is a, is a really cool hint, and I wonder who that's going to be. Although I did see recently, I think it was the director, maybe mm -hmm. or someone high up who works on the film, anyway. Um, yeah. Said on Twitter that the beacon thing is just is like whoever it's calling out to is just in the comics and it's really obvious you don't have to look very far. Okay. And so if if that is the case, then it could very well be the McLuhans, who are the alien race that created the rings in the comics. Ah, who are, okay. They look like look a bit like dragons. Um, I'm not sure if you heard of Fin Fang Foom. Yes. The comics. Yeah. Yes. The really silly pants wearing dragon that is very much a. Uh, just a stupid character played for jokes, but maybe not in the MCU. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the MCU. I mean, the MCU kind of has a history at the moment of trying to like give characters a redeeming arc, as it was. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you never know. Because a lot of people um, thought that the Great Protector was a was like a reworked version of Fen Fang Foom, but maybe not. I mean, maybe it's meant to have like homage to it. Homage, homage. I. It's meant <laughs> to have like a link to it, as it would be. Yeah. Um, 
but it's meant to be like, look, this is how we're going to do this from now. We're not. We're going to ignore the comics for now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably best, especially with yeah, this. There's been a lot of things they had to omit, like um, Shang Chi's dad in the comics is just a kind of a gross racial stereotype. So they just oh. retconned it into being the Mandarin instead. Yeah, I um, love that little bit. I don't. I don't. Get <laughs> I love how they've ex- explained like all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, with Trevor, <laughs> Trevor's back. <laughs> Trevor's back, everybody. I love him. I'm so not much. gonna lie; he was possibly the bit him as a him as only was possibly the bit I liked the least about the entire thing. I mean, it, he was there as comic relief, but like at some points, I felt they caught away from him just to have a break from the action, as opposed to finding another way around it. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like he overstayed his welcome a little bit in the film. Yeah. I mean, um, when they all, <laughs> when he almost, when he dies, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, okay, they've they've just killed him off for no reason, <laughs> almost. Um, okay, because then he he shows up on like the front line of the battle, and you've not seen him do any form of training at all. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, well, I did kind of wonder how, what kind of use he would be at that point. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of things I was just like, why is he here? Okay, <laughs> so I get like. The the oh they kept him because he played Macbeth or whatever but why is he why? <laughs> but I mean he brought a, a love a, along a new uh, lovely little Morris. companion Morris. Morris as well. is my favorite thing on the planet. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I will, honestly for Christmas please get me Morris. I, I, <laughs> oh, I mean surely they're going to be selling plushies of him. I mean got to <laughs> if they don't they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, if they don't then I'm I'm going to sue them because I want one. <laughs> we'll just make our own will. We'll just make our yeah. own. <laughs> Morris was his own form of comic relief, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Just his design is funny as well. He just has no face. He's sensitive about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the I like the creature designs all the way through the movie. Like they brought in a lot of um like traditional, traditional uh, Chinese even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, traditional Chinese. Yeah, like like the lion statues you always see. Yes. In, in Chinese culture, they actually brought him into life as like an actual creature, which is really. And they cool. look so cute. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they could probably rip my face off, but like they look. <laughs> yeah. And um, and the Great Protector as well, like a classic Chinese style dragon. It's just really cool, and the Dweller Holy. in Darkness as well. But. Yeah. To be honest with you, talking about those makes me think we should move on to visuals because. Yes. The animation on those uh, on the creatures is insane. <laughs> yeah, I, like the CGI all over through movie is just pretty impeccable, to be honest. Like, genuinely, I mean, I I was questioning some of the backgrounds at times because I think you could tell a little bit too much that it was green screen. Hmm. Um, but then you know you you see how much effort they put into any like any of the creatures and you just go this is okay i, I don't care <laughs> understandable <laughs> yeah this is acceptable now i don't care and to be honest with you by it, it never took away from the film it was more i knew i had to be doing a review and i couldn't be too overly positive so i was like i need to look for something that isn't <laughs> just quite perfect and that was the yeah. one thing that like i i, I left on um, and it's bloody difficult to find something as well, I'm not going to lie. That's what I mean. Like, Considering I've just watched it, so I have memory of pretty much the entire film at this point, I'm going, there isn't a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there, there really isn't. There isn't really anything <laughs> to think about it. Because I, I really tried, I really tried to not just get swept up in it and try to like stay in a, in a reviewer's mindset. And even then I was going, I'm not finding flaws in this. This is not... <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple of little things in here that that I picked up on. Um, Do go on. One one of which is I would I just would have liked to see more of the fighting pit stuff. I think. Yeah. Okay. Because we saw we saw Shang Chi versus Xiaoling, and then and then very briefly Wong versus Abomination, and that was it. And that that would could have been cool to see a lot more of that. But... Yeah, it could have been quite a cool little section to include. Yeah. Um, and it would have not been nice to see like. Jaling's empire that she'd built a bit more in yeah. detail. Well, yeah, because she mentions the fact that she's built an empire and it can't just be that underground fighting ring in Macau. Like, <laughs> empire would not yeah. be one building. Yeah, um, you'd think so. But, I mean, they're setting her up to have an actual empire now, so... 
No, honestly, that that end scene. Oh my <laughs> god, my day was made. I was really worried, to be honest, because obviously, the, when it first pans out after a sitting on the throne, you see just a fir- like a massive row of girls, and I was like, oh, they're gonna be cringe. They're gonna do the thing where it's like, ah, we're now gonna make an all female fighting squad, which would just be really, really. It would be too much, I think. It would be like, well done for female empowerment, but this is too much. Yeah. Um, but then obviously it pans to having the men and everything too, and I'm just like, ah, this is what we need. <laughs> this yeah. is what we need. And I love how they were spray painting all the walls and everything as well. Yeah. Making it really like her style. Yes. I think she's a really good character in general, as a, just as a role model or whatever. She's just very cool because and i think that's a really well done part of that film is the fact that they they did kind of touch on the fact that even in modern society in china in in like different cult in non-western households the women still kind of get ignored and and thrown away to the side of the boys admittedly the way she said some things made me go you're bordering on cringe but um i think it was done really well like they didn't for like criticize the Chinese whatever for it. They just mentioned they kind of mentioned it in passing conversation and Orcrafina yeah. like made it a thing of her going, Oh, okay. I mean you're really cool for that. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't like that was done really, really well. Um I say oh, this but... is a feminist, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do have to say though, I feel like Xialing's character was kind of forgotten a little bit at times. Yeah, she, like, could she didn't end up doing too much. Yeah, no. like even mm-hmm. even Katie had like the big important moment with yeah. shooting shooting it in the neck, and I get that Jarling was just kind of she had a cool weapon. I really liked seeing her fight, but other than that, yeah, it wasn't too much to do. I would have loved to have seen her fight more, to be honest. Yeah, and I think Razor Fist was kind of not explained, which. <laughs> Well, first off, I had to actually look up his name after the film and go, oh, right, that's his name. Okay. That, yeah. that makes sense. He's um, Romanian, right? Yes. From what I've read. <laughs> yeah. From what I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's another one like Charlene where he's just kind of forgotten a little bit. He's yeah. He's kind like sidekick or whatever, and then he leads them, I suppose, maybe at the end. But he's kind of just not in it a lot. And... There's been all the Marvel films where the side, even the side characters, have taken quite big roles in everything. Mm. Um, I know what you mean. Unless um, they're setting it up that Charling is going to be a massive part of the next one, and she's I mean, going to take over. Maybe she'll yeah, be the villain. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I like the fact that Razor Fist is another classic case of Marvel recruiting a wrestler to, <laughs> to uh, yeah. be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> It's so it, done it quite a few times now. Just a few, just a or few. Or just did Disney in general actually do it? Did it with Star Wars and stuff as well? <laughs> They're just like, hmm, we need a bodyguard type of person. Let's get a wrestler in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, DC are just as bad at the moment because they recruited John Cena into their film, but yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll move John on. Cena's at least a bit more established as an actor though. Previously. Yeah, he's had a bit more. He has a few more credits to it. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's a completely different sidetrack. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think Razor Fist as a character is really cool, but I'd love to know like how he got his arm chopped off, why it's interchangeable, interchangeable, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just little tiny things that we didn't really ever get to find out. I get that's that... probably because he's a side character, but yeah, and how a buff Romanian amputee came into contact with Wenwu and <laughs> got recruited yeah, by him. That's a, that's a very good point. <laughs> I tell you what, though, at times I completely forgot that the Mandarin was actually like thousands of years old. Yeah, <laughs> which I know is like the biggest part of his character because of the rings, and I was just like, oh wait, yeah, he is. <laughs> and does that mean that Shang Chi is now immortal as well because of the rings? Exactly. Big questions that need answering. <laughs> uh, actually, um, let's let's talk about the rings because they are so cool. <laughs> They are honestly, they are possibly my favorite ever Marvel weapon. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they are. They are mine. I think. I think. <laughs> so good. Yeah, like I mean, it's very different from the comics. In the comics, they're literally just rings. Yeah. And they all each have a different like ability. You got like a, the fire one and the ice one and the uh, you know mind control one. <laughs> yeah. But it, they they really made them so cool, and 
like the way they're using action scenes as well. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing him. I think it was when we used it as like he floated in one in midair and then stepped on it. Yeah, like, like a like a midair step, and then I think someone swung on one of them as well at one point. Like just yeah. oh, it's just so cool. <laughs> they're so so cool. <laughs> um, I like the fact that it's like an energy pulse as a weapon. Like it's not mm. like. A massive burst of electricity. I mean, obviously, electricity has something to do with Well, from how it looks, anyway. Electricity looks like it has something to do with it. But mm. I just love the fact that it's a pulse of energy. What I like, whatever he's doing, it's just a pulse. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so like, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say guttural, but that kind of thing. Where, yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking with it. Like, you feel where, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, where, you know, where he just, like, thrusts his arm forward and just blasts someone in the ooh. face. It's just, <laughs> so, like, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like i think i think that all, that is also um something to commend the visual team for because they really help you feel what it, what every character that's or whatever's being impacted by it is feeling like you see everything um impacts inwards because implode inwards even because of the force of it and you're just like oh god this is incredible <laughs> yeah and i love i love how they changed how they looked and they were used when shang chi picked them up compared to when yeah like how they kind of floated around him and then he did like the the big power ball <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh it was so good i like the fact of how they killed um mega soul sucker as i call him now because of, <laughs> because of casey um i love the way that that was killed because it it was so cool <laughs> yeah the thing where it's like big animals fighting but you go oh my god um but that, oh yeah, just the, like the twist of the, and then you can see its chest like rising, ready to explode yeah, everywhere. Yeah, in with the rings and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. So cool. Why um, does Marvel have a thing about not like? Right, this is something I. <laughs> bad things tend to have a purple color in Marvel, and I don't like that because purple's my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it with Agatha, um, Thanos. You've got Thanos, Agatha. You've got. Um, the Power Stone in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Power Stone in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Um, you've now got Mega Soul Sucker. It's like, can we not? Can can we have a bit different color, please? Or blue. <laughs> have you noticed that as well? Like when we yeah. when he used the rings was blue. Loki's always had blue everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... like the Tesseract <laughs> when it's been used by. Everyone who's been a bad villains. guy in recent Marvel films has always been wearing black. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> True. Marvel, up your colour scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean... The uh, colours worked for this film. I think they were, yeah, like, yeah, they were really good. But I'm not, I'm not sure about the black, though, because like, Taskmaster was white and Thanos was wearing blue and gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I was thinking more shields. I think that's where I got it in my head. I was just like, army, shield, in pink. Uh, in pink, in black. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like faceless armies are always like a really dark colour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> oh, there's just so much to talk about with it. There's so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, here's something that that um a lot of people have been talking about is the same thing with Black Panther is like the cultural representation that was shown this yes. time obviously for Asian and Asian American culture. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I mean I'm not an expert, but I feel like especially from what I've heard, Kate, Katie was a really good. Like, representation of it yeah and a good vessel for us to see everything from an asian american's perspective yeah and to be fair i think when she gets introduced into macau and whatever and she's like my, my chinese isn't that good and whatever hmm. i don't ever think anything she says is ever too cringy no like it's very but it's very believable dialogue of just i have no idea what's going on <laughs> which is nice to see to be honest because i don't think well sometimes films can do it where they're just a bit over the top with it to emphasize the fact that they have no clue and it doesn't mm. work whereas i think with this it worked beautifully yeah and I, I like i like the way that like i say they showed the the asian american side with katie and then they threw into like a all this chinese like traditional chinese culture and mythology yeah. world and it was so and, then, and she was just as shocked as 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 we were to see all this like all these creatures and everything and yeah. it was like it was showed you like the two both both sides of of the culture which was nice as well. to be honest i quite liked shang shang chi's character in that in like those regards too because obviously 
he'd grown up in that entire world till he was like 14 i think it was when he was sent for that mm-hmm. assignment they said um but then obviously he comes back with katie however many years later and you're like and he's just as shocked by some of those things because he's been he's lived in america mm-hmm. for that long and completely well, not forgotten but tried to like forget that type of life and stuff so when he sees morris for the first time him and katie have the exact same just reaction <laughs> ah! and, it, <laughs> and it's and it's like that type of those type of nuances where you're like oh yeah the, it's believable that this guy has spent some of his life in china but the rest of his life in america like that's mm. it was a it was a really well played by whoever the actor is Simu Liu. That's the one. <laughs> I've got a list of the cast up because I was like, I know I'm not going to remember everyone's name. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, this is something I would love to add. Apart from Ben Kingsley, who I, I kind of—it's really bad, but I kind of want to ignore Trevor in the film. Oh, I, I love him, it. I love him as a character being in it, and I think it works. But part of me is just—it's really jarring sometimes that he's there in it, a scene. It is a bit. I feel like it's because he's. He's a British guy that isn't from London, so it's very like, oh, he's from Liverpool. What is this accent I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit. In a global Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, global Marvel. They're not actually using a London person anymore. The hell? No. To be fair, that's something I was going to commend him on because, I, I mean, obviously Black Panther did it where they had um, only Michael Jordan and Andy Serkis, I think, are the only ones who were like, didn't really have any connect. Well, no, Andy Circus would probably be the one who didn't have any connection to black culture, as it would be. Um, yeah. Ben Kingsley's the only one who doesn't have any like link in any way to <laughs> to Asian culture, but I don't think it works as well because he's playing someone on the same side as opposed to someone on the opposing side. Yeah, true. I think that's what it might be. That's <laughs> that's, that's just jarring for me, but yeah, I and he's playing someone who's a bit bonkers, so he kind of just accepts anything that comes his way, <laughs> so it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't really matter if he hasn't experienced it because he's friends with Morris. So. <laughs> oh, Morris. I just, I just want to have Morris. I keep go- I'm going to come back to it. Um, <laughs> oh, emotion. That's what it was. I was going to move on to that. And, like, messages and stuff. I like the fact that it's a family film. Yeah. It's very, like, heavily a, a family film. It's not, it's not something where they just, like, mention it and then it's not really mentioned at all throughout the rest of the film. It is something that's recurring the entire way through yeah um, that's, that's something i liked about black widow as well it was just kind of a this recurring theme of family yeah except in this one they're actually family <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and i like how um shang chi and katie are just friends <laughs> for once yes oh my god yes they don't try and force a love storyline between them it's so nice and they have great chemistry like they work play so well off of each other um it's so believable that they yeah. you know been friends since school like school or anything that's oh <laughs> beautiful <laughs> yeah I, lo- I love them both it's so good <laughs> i love katie's family i know they're literally in it for like five minutes but i <laughs> yeah. adore it um, yeah it was a nice scene <laughs> i think it's because it reminds me of my own family to some degree <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally like when are you gonna get married Exactly. All the questions of, oh, you could do so much more. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah um, but I'm happy where I am. Exactly. Oh, God. I was going to move on to um, Simu Liu's performance because, okay. you know, as a lead, I feel like we should talk about that. Um, Massively. And I, I felt that it, it was it was a very good performance and his chemistry was great with the characters and everything, but I still don't feel he was as strong as some other lead actors. No, I, I get what you're saying with that. It, it wasn't a Tony Stark. It wasn't a T'Challa, in my opinion. No, but I guess that's kind of... Arguably, that's meant to be like his thing, because he's not... Mm. His character isn't necessarily meant like born to be a leader or whatever. Oh, well, he's born to lead the arm, the the Ten Rings at some point, but he's not necessarily meant to, like like T'Challa's meant to be a king. Tony Stark's a narcissist when you first meet him, anyway. Um, whereas Shang Shang isn't just just isn't really. Yeah, he's, think... he's more of an everyman, isn't he? Like he he lives yeah. in a little apartment and has like he's not rich. He you know he has a job. Yeah, he's and, very humble. Yeah, he's very humble and grounded. And is surrounded by family the whole time, I suppose. So I guess, yeah. I mean, you're not really expecting much of a 
it doesn't no. need to be very over the top about anything. So I think, yeah, looking at it from that perspective, it, yeah, he did very well. Something I would give him, I, I don't know whether you could commend this to the actor or just the character in general, but I like the fact that Shang-Chi isn't an underling ever in this yeah. film. Like, he doesn't start off as like, oh, he's this really poor person who's unhappy and whatever, and then he becomes a king or anything like that. It's very much, this dude's already happy with his life. He's quite happy to leave behind the Ten Rings and everything to do with that lifestyle and just maintain being a car valet for the rest of his life. Like, he's happy to do that. Yeah. And then he just gets, you know, there's more and more layers to him that add to him. But I wouldn't ever say he was overshadowed as a character. No. Um, even when he's fighting against his dad, I wouldn't like when he gets beaten up. Even then, I'm going, yeah, he didn't like. <laughs> he lost that battle, like that tiny little fight, but it's more. He let his emotions get the best of him in that fight. At no point did I go, oh, he's the weaker person in all of these situations. Yeah, I think he plays very believably someone that's capable and knows where he's at and knows what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I'd commend that to the actor or the character, but that that's <laughs> kind of my thought process behind it anyway. And I would say actually, fair props to Aquafina for for Katie because obviously she's playing the American Asian um, divide very well as a character and representing that well. But I would also say she's just as an actor actress, she's now progressed a little bit further because obviously. The only thing I've seen her in other than that is um, Jumanji, where she plays yeah. a character who's being played by Danny DeVito or yeah. by a teenager. You know, you know, like it's a stupid. It 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 sounds bad, but it's a stupid role. Um, whereas this kind of allows her to show off a little bit. Like she mm. can do the serious, but she can also have fun with it. Um, yeah, and and like she she was the main comic relief, but she was never she wasn't like cracking jokes in the serious moments like we get a lot of the time in Marvel that she was actually yes, like, like well like what we mentioned was with Black Widow, wasn't it? With, with, yeah. um, oh, Florence Pugh? No, no, no. Um what's his name? The David dad. I can't even think. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. We were Guardian, saying yeah. in that that he was a little bit over the top with his like comic relief and he wasn't really a serious character at any point. Mm, yeah. Whereas I think Katie is a character that has a little bit of an arc because she goes from not really having any form of idea what she's doing with her life to being a very good archer in like two days. <laughs> yeah, and she likes and she like makes like that critical hit and turns the fight around and she kind of pulls herself together for the for the final battle and, and you don't see that a lot. And I, I always come back to Drax as an example because yeah, I just don't like what they did with this character at all. And like even in the first Guardians movie, he he became serious at times and then after that they just kind of uh, Drax funny stupid <laughs> yeah uh, Drax is caveman <laughs> yeah um, um, which is sad to be honest because I think his character doesn't really deserve that um, no I agree there's a rumour that, that he's going to die in the, in the oh next yeah film. yeah I, I don't know how yeah. true that one is but <laughs> what? I, I mean if I was placing bets on characters that were going to die and we know that one of them is yeah uh, uh, I'd, I'd say Drax is a pretty uh, solid choice. Oh no, sad times. <laughs> if it's Rocket, uh, we riot anyway. <laughs> we were <Vive> la Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, a sidetrack. <laughs> uh, shall we move? Uh, I would say fun. Honestly, it's such a good film. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. It's so enjoyable. Um, like, even like the slower. Part of, like the second half of the second act is a bit slower. Yeah, but even then it's enjoyable. It's not. Mm. It never feels like a part where you're just like, oh, this is a part I would skip if I was at home. No, it's definitely. Like, it, it 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 takes its it, it takes that moment that it needs to take before everything kicks off again. And that's where um, all the best Trevor and Morris moments are, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can't miss Morris. That's all I need. I've just, um, I mean, just just one more on Trevor. I love love the Planet of the Apes joke. <laughs> that honestly, is so, I was dying. That is so funny. I was, yeah, it was so good. I love it. And uh, the, the comedy, the comedy all the way through was great. Like, I don't think they missed a single joke. Every joke landed, and Aquafina and Trevor were welcome surprises, and they were both just 
so funny all the way through. I just yeah, yeah, no, no issues. It was such a good combination. Like I, I mean, Marvel tends to do humor semi well. I will, I will give them that. It, yeah, <laughs> in quite a lot of the films where they take where they've actually taken the time to make it, the humor can be just perfect. And I think this is one of those situations where nothing misses. Like yeah. you never feel a joke go over your head. <laughs> Which is nice, to be honest, because it means it makes the film more enjoyable. You don't have to think about anything. No, I agree. Yeah, it just <laughs> just everyone landed. So all the characters had great chemistry. Mm. I just don't. There wasn't really anything off about the movie. No, really, I... just little nitpicks, really. I suppose about the things yeah. we'd like to see more of or whatever. <laughs> Which is a rare occasion for us because we normally have something to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, I just cannot get over some of the things in it. Like, I still cannot get over the attention to detail on the protector. Oh yeah. Such I mean, cool I know, design. I know that's going back to visuals again, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim it as fun because dragons. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just you, you, as someone who, as people studying games, we know how long it takes for animations to look insanely detailed and whatever. And to think about how much time. They probably spent on those creatures is next level. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like even uh, Morris, I I felt like I could touch <laughs> Morris's fur and feel how fluffy it was. Like that was, like, that was the level of detail it was at. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, God, I, and like, all the water it. as well. Like even the water was really cool because like where the Great Protector gets slammed into it and like slides all the way across it. Or, yeah. or is it is it the Great Protector? No, it's Chung Chi. Right, that does that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a couple of scenes I was like, that's not how water works. <laughs> but... Yeah, but I think that's they kind of played on it with like the waterfall yeah. and how they found the path scene. Like, they, they kind of possibly played it up a bit to be like, look, look, this is what water does in this universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was very much <laughs> a lot of the moments in the final battle were very um, like Asian animation styles, like a lot of anime have similar things to that. Yeah, but Which I, I think normally that, be a fan of, but you know, no, but I think that I think it worked for it because they knew that that was something that people would not, would be looking for to some degree. They'd be looking for like references to it, maybe. Um, yeah. So it works, I think, and I, I I don't like well, like you say, you don't like you don't you want a fan of anime, but even like the anime ish style of it was appealing to you, which is yeah credit to them. <laughs> Because they made yeah, some because who I, like anime like it. <laughs> yeah, and like in in anime, I do quite like a lot of the the style of the, the like battle scenes and things like that. Yeah, and all of the over the top special effects and whatever, and it's, it is very over the top. And yeah, I think translating that to live action forces you to tone it down a little bit, but still have yeah. the the style, which is what works, I think. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I know people. Uh, there's been a well. There, there's been a lot of critiques of people who've gone. Uh, Marvel only uses big CGI set pieces. Whatever. That's all Marvel are good at. And <laughs> I actually think this is a film where it works. This is a film where it adds more to it. It's like another yeah. quiver and bow. It's not. It's not like a negative thing about it because it works so well for the style. Yeah, you know, it's not like One Division where it was like. No. There was no battle whatsoever, and then all of a sudden, CGI ending. You know, yeah. This is like you're in another dimension. <laughs> like, let's yeah. start. You're literally in another dimension. Um, so you know, you've got mystical Chinese beasts that don't exist in real life in here, and at that point, I think you kind of already become immersed in it. Yeah, and you do, you kind of you kind of get past the point of going okay. I, I don't care that this stuff can't actually physically happen because it's insanely cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So like that that's kind of like the thinking behind that bit. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think a lot of people would let it off because it's not like oh people throwing magic at each other or punching each other in metal suits. It's like it's probably like the first beast battle we've had as in the MCU and. Like I say, it's, there's obviously a lot of stylistic differences, um, yeah, and all the cultural inspiration. So it's, it's just a, a mishmash of all these kind of unique things that take it away from the classic Marvel final scene. Yeah, and I think because it's set in another dimension, you don't they have 
they haven't they deliberately haven't kept to the laws of physics well they have to some degree but they've not kept to the laws of <laughs> of their own physics as it would be because obviously like all the thanos stuff that's all set in the real world and whatever yeah so like it's so it's got to have some form of proper realism to it where it's they make it clear that you're in another dimension and they're like, yep, and now we're making water move into a ball, like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and because of, like, because they make it so obvious that you're in another dimension, you genuinely just go, this is cool. <laughs> you don't go, this is wrong, this is impossible. You just go, this is cool. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree, definitely. Uh, I like the dragon scale. I like, honestly, I like the lore of this. Just out <laughs> mm. the lore. Just everything as like a backstory. I love how it's all explained. Because yeah. it never fe- it doesn't feel like you know nothing and then someone tells you everything. <laughs> you learn bits and pieces throughout the film, which means it's you already know some stuff and then you're like, oh, but this adds to it and it's incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, and you mentioned the dragon scales and I, I really like them. Like the only things that can kill the the souls, like as uh, the black dra- dragon scales and like Shang Chi has the dragon scale armor now as well, which I know I know a concern for a lot of people was if they based him too heavily off the comics. He is just a guy that does martial arts. Yeah. And he's, and he's like the best martial artist. But I mean, amongst, you know, Thor and Captain Marvel, he's, he's very much a kind of a grounded person, yeah. which is which is fine. It's like more like a... Yeah. But he didn't even have a shield. But then in this film, they've obviously given him the dragon scale armor and the rings now as well. So that's really powered him up and, and brought him up to a, a good level, I think. Yeah, <laughs> if we're doing top trumps, he's now easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, well, I, I I agree with what you're saying. Um, well, speaking of top trumps, uh, on the scores, what was your highest score? Like, what category did you give the highest score in? Uh, I think my highest score was either fun or action. They were both a nine for me, like a yeah. nine to a ten. Um, because they were just so, like I say, they were both so high level. The fun was just. You know, you had so many things that people of all ages would find fun. <laughs> like you've got yeah. little kids who would be like, "Oh my god, big fluffy animals," and the, and then like dragons <laughs> fighting. And then you've got like the ones who are our age or like to like thirties or whatever, actually appreciating the comicy bit of it. Um, and then you even got the older generation who are like, they see it from Ben Kingsley's point of view, <laughs> Trevor's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Where everything, but even then, everything's explained to it. It's not explained to the point where you're like, "Oh God, this this makes me sound like sound thick." It's just, yeah, it's explained enough, um, obviously. And then, and then, like I said before about the action, it's just so high level and reflect and refreshingly different to everything else mm. that's come before it that it just has to be high level for me. Yeah, that's well, that's what action was my highest score. I gave it a ninety-seven, which is nice. Three, three away from a hundred, obviously. So that's uh, that's very high, <laughs> very close to, to perfect. Yeah, and it is the yeah. highest score in the in the entire MCU that I've scored so far. So, what do you think would have got, got you a perfect? Now I'm just going to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's difficult to say. Like more of it, <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know. Maybe more like chill-inducing moments. There wasn't that many chills, but it was just really fun and cool to watch. Yeah, all the time are really well done, but that could be that. Yeah, um, I like I'm... I like how the action was paced as well. Like you start yeah. off with obviously you don't really start off with any action, and then you have the bus scene, which is from all the trailers, and you're just like this is high level instantly, and then it yeah, just and it's so like... long. Yeah, it's not a short pass away segment. It's a, <laughs> it's it's like it is it is its own section, and then you've got the bit on the scaffolding outside um, in Macau, and that's insanely choreographed because obviously you know you're on scaffolding um <laughs> yeah that was really cool there's just the and it's like i say it's so well paced it never feels like it overstays it's never too much at once and then not anything and then too much again it's like they, they pace it well <laughs> as i yeah. said um yeah, yeah what was your lowest score then my lowest score was i think my lowest score was actually emotion but I think that's because yeah, I didn't get in. I, I, I know, and it's not even that low. It's like <laughs> high seven to eight. <laughs> no, yeah. It's not like it's really not low. <laughs> um, but it is just because everything else is so much higher. And then I'm like, ah, the emotions there. <laughs> yeah. And you've still got like the sentimental stuff. But at no point, you know, Black Widow, I wanted to cry at some points. But like 
this at no point did I feel like I'm going to get too emotional. Like even when, um, oh, I've already forgotten her name. The mother dies. Even yeah. that bit, I was like, this is sad, but I'm not hurting as much from it as I thought I would, which is happier for me because it means I don't have to cry. <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like I gave it a seventy-six. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I mean, there was quite kind of a lot of comparing to other Marvel movies in there, and and. I was like, does it have as much as this? No, not really. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's I would say Black landed. Panther would be it. <laughs> the, way, the only one I compare it to is Black Panther because those two are the, mm. the outliers to standard Marvel, as I would say, just because of not even just culture, they just are so different to everything else. Um, so that I always end up comparing these two. Um, but I would say that Black Panther possibly pips it to the post with emotion just because you have got yeah. Death of T'Challa's father on top of like T'Challa's potential death. <laughs> and then, yeah, then, and like, I feel like there's much of a message as well in that about like it starts you talking about should Wakanda like open up to the world and allow that all yeah. that stuff to happen and all the, the kind of that whose throne is it kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but then I would say like it's beaten by things like visuals or. Yeah. Um, Action. action something we haven't talked about is the music of the film true what did you think of the music <laughs> um i thought it was very good i i really liked it i i mean i've always loved kind of um like traditional asian instruments in music like i think they sound really cool but yeah i have to say it's not massively memorable like i don't no. remember any of the themes from it but i just know that it'd be no. good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it's got a very similar soundtrack to um, Black Panther, maybe. I know I keep referencing it, but <laughs> in the same, in the sense that it's got like some pop songs in it, and then it's got like yeah. traditional aspects to it, which completely works for it. I don't like. I I think music is something that is consistently good through all the Marvel films. I don't think there's yeah, absolutely any of them that I've gone. Oh, that's really poor. Like the music to take <laughs> away from this. Yeah, <laughs> At no, no point does anyone say that. Um, but there are obviously ones that I think pip it to the post a bit more because they're iconic. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the, the the more pop stuff as well, like the stuff that you were listening to in his earphones. That was probably more memorable just because it's stuff you probably hear more often. Yeah, and it, exactly. And it was it was good. I I think it's a soundtrack that I would listen to just to like study to because it's good. I, yeah. It wouldn't necessarily be one that I I mean I don't go out my way to listen to any of them anyway. But you you know my point like. There yeah. are things on it that I would listen to quite happily, but I wouldn't necessarily say they'd go onto my playlists or anything. Um, I, I mean, I quite often jump on the Journey Through the MCU podcast, not podcast, yeah. uh, playlist, um, and just listen to that because it's got a load of the, like, the best Marvel scores on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, rewatchability. That was something else we hadn't mentioned. Yeah. As I've said, I think I said it at the start of the podcast. I I'm going to watch this again, <laughs> um, like very soon, and I would I would watch it again multiple times after that. Yeah, it is. It is. I have a feeling it's very rewatchable. Um, it's it is one of my highest rewatchability scores. I've got it eighty eight. There we go then. <laughs> um, which is the same as Infinity was... War, actually. Oh wow, that's um, that's my view. Yeah, and Infinity War, I gave that score because. It's very funny, really good action. I, I just love watching it. But yeah. the ending isn't just isn't the same on rewatches. So that, yeah, that took no. some points off. <laughs> Honestly, I've only watched Infinity War and Endgame once each. I Have genuinely. Actually... <laughs> yeah, because I can't bring. Every time I watch Infinity War, I'm like, oh my God, this is so good, this is so good. And then I remember what happens at the end and I'm like, I can't watch it. Nope, that's it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just can't. Both of them are so emotional. Yeah. I just like, I can't handle watching them. I've watched <laughs> Infinity War like six times, probably. I've watched Endgame three times, I think. I mean, I will get around to watching them multiple times when it's just not going to hit me as hard, but I think it's still too yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's yeah. the end of I love that film. <laughs> I love the phase, the phase that before it, that ends it. It's so nice. And then we're in the new one. <laughs> but it's going to be good. Lots, lots yeah. to look forward to. To be fair, if Shang Chi's anything to go by, it's going to be insane. Because yeah. <laughs> we were saying before the podcast went on, this was one of the ones we ranked like lowest. 
Yeah, um, on episode it was episode three of three. the podcast. What have we did on Marvel rankings for anyone who didn't get yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, this is one of our lowest ones. <laughs> and I think um, we now go feel awful. Yeah. <laughs> boy, do we regret that. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, we made a bad we made a bad mistake. But yeah, I don't I don't have any more notes on this, so no, I think I've used up all my notes. I would like to just ma- like make a side note. Um, I watched the Venom Two trailer today. Um, like oh, yeah, Carnage, yeah. that looks very good. I'm just gonna say it. It this does. Trailer. I love me some Carnage. It's got Woody Harrelson in, which is always a bonus. Um, and, they, and they've cut his hair, so it looks less silly this time as well. He doesn't look like Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, it looks really good. I like. I just like how it looks so far <laughs> um there isn't a lot to say about it because i can't remember much about the first one i've got to rewatch it and i yeah. don't know if we'll review it on here but it looks quite good it might be a passing comment when it comes out um if we go and watch it yeah or i mean i enjoyed the first it. one the first one yeah. was it was it was decent it, it wasn't like anything spectacular but it wasn't no. as bad as a lot of people make it out to be <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I find that with a lot of films I decide to watch. I'm like, this isn't yeah. as bad as everyone keeps saying. <laughs> the internet's a very negative place. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So this is what I was saying with Star Wars. Just the sequels are fine. Stop, <laughs> stop complaining. <laughs> Will you? You've lost this argument. You can never win this argument. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. also, I would like to apologise for us missing an episode last week for anyone who was sad about that um, before we came to record I had a lot of technical issues that just couldn't be rectified on time and I think on that note we'll re- end yeah Yeah. unless you've got um, anything else to add to it I've got something to add follow oh. us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> oh yes follow us on all our social medias woo um, um, yeah, they're, they're in the description. It's not a link, but it's a name. <laughs> give us plenty of, um, you know, critiques and whatever. Uh, we are always eager to find out what we can do better to improve this podcast because I think it's starting to form into like mine and Will's little child that we yep. care about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, any any feedback you all have, anything anything good, anything bad, anything you think we can improve, we would love to hear it. Um, and also leave suggestions for anything you would love to see a podcast on at some point. Thank you for okay. listening, everybody. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye.